Fountain of Fire and Miracles Ministries, MFM, is a full gospel ministry devoted to the revival of apostolic signs of Holy Ghost fireworks and the unlimited demonstration of the power of God to deliver to the utmost absolute holiness within and without as the greatest spiritual insecticide and a prerequisite for heaven is taught openly. Mountain of Fire and Miracles Ministries is a do-it-yourself gospel ministry where your hands are trained for war and your fingers for battles. Through your prayers today, your lives will not remain the same in Jesus' name. Struggling, overpowered by your 
God bless you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is a friend in the School of Prayer and Deliverance, Daniel Lulukoya. You are most warmly welcome to the Great Physician Hour, an hour where God will touch you and meet you at the point of your needs. God bless you mightily in the name of Jesus. It's time to sing the anthem of this program. Great Physician now is near and hear the footsteps of Jesus. There 
wonderful, 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 wonderful is my Savior, wonderful is my Redeemer, worthy to be praised. Father, we thank you for a time like this. We thank you for the great physician hour. Father, mobilize heavens to help us in the name of Jesus. Lay your hands upon us by fire, by power, in the mighty name of Jesus, and open our understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Tonight we are going to listen to this message which has blessed many lives. God bless you in Jesus' name. Raise your right hand to the heavens as to declare these prayers loud and clear. Oh God, arise! And let my situation change. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to declare it. He is Alpha and Omega. The unchangeable changer. The one who was, who is, and who is to come. The Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. In Jesus' name we pray. You will say every root of hardship in my life. Dry up in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and declare it loud and clear. Let the root of hardship dry up in the name of Jesus. Somebody needs to pray this prayer loud and clear. In Jesus' name we pray. Oh God of promotion, advance my life by fire. In the name of Jesus. Advance my life by fire. In Jesus' name we pray. We are going to speak to your blood now. My blood. Hear the word of the living God. Reject every sickness. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and declare that I'm clear. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we thank you for another wonderful evening before you. And we praise the only name because you are the God of righteousness and power. We thank you because of the mightiness of your name and your power. And we thank you because you are the Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. Him who was, who is, and who is to come. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. This evening, open our understanding. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Tonight, by the grace of God, we are starting a new teaching series called What is Divine Protection? What is Divine Protection? You will do well to listen to these lectures, attend regularly. You will certainly need these teachings as you go on with life and even one day. 
The more of defense scripture you memorize, the better for you. Psalm 71 verse 3. Can we read it together loud and clear? Let's go. The strong habitation. Where to I may continually resolve. Thou hast given commandment to save me. For thou art my rock and my Read it again loud and clear. Be thou my strong habitation. Whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to save me. For thou art my rock and my fortress. Read it again loud and clear. Thou hast given commandment to save me. It is no matter the terrible situation. If you understand the principle of divine protection, he will give commandment to save you. Psalm 91. Psalm 91. Let's read it from verse 1 to the last verse. Psalm 91. Are you ready? Let's go. Shall deliver thee from the snow of the fowler, from the noisome pestilence. Shall cover thee with his feather, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. psalm of divine protection and one very great thing you can do for your destiny and for your life is to memorize that psalm at any time you want to go into a situation confess it loud and clear the first verse says he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall then abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Bow down your heads. Pray this prayer loud and clear for yourself. Any power assigned to remove me from under the shadow of the Almighty. In the name of Jesus. Any power signed to remove me from under that shadow of the Almighty. Command the power to die. In the name of Jesus. the introduction the enemy is now operating an uncommon rage spreading death and destruction to mankind all you need to do is to buy a newspaper begin to open you find it 
rage of the enemy spread through the pages of the newspapers. Life is becoming increasingly unsafe, even in the ethereal safe environment. Divine protection is therefore of utmost importance. As a matter of utmost necessity, we must learn the principles of divine protection. All believers must be aware of what is meant by spiritual attack. So that if you attack spiritually, you won't start taking injection. Because spiritual attacks don't respond to hospital injections. Spiritual defense, spiritual immunity, spiritual barricade, spiritual protection. The Lord our God is the only true security. The Bible talks about believers being the apple of the eye of the Almighty, Zechariah 2 8. It also says that our God forms the edge of fire around us, Zechariah 2 5. Meaning that if you are the apple of the eye of God, anybody who wants to touch you, the first thing he wants to touch is to put his hands into the eye of God. Or he wants to penetrate the fire. The Bible tells us that believers are under the shadow of his wings. God the Almighty has committed himself to keeping his people safe. The Almighty has promised his people divine immunity and divine insurance. In conclusion, the Almighty has the best insurance policy. There is a serious battle going on now. The battle is getting increasingly fierce and terrible. A lot of people are being wasted. And many die at the prime of their age. A visit to the cemetery of Moshari will convince of that one. What's protection? Protection is to cover, to offer asylum, or to offer shelter. Protection is to offer refuge, to immunize somebody against a particular thing, to serve as a buffer, to insulate and to safeguard, to secure, to provide security and to preserve, to shield and to ward off attackers, to offer insurance and to guard. All those 15 things are the meaning of what we call protection. What have we said so far? There is a serious battle going on. And one of the first principles of warfare is self-preservation. It is only when you are alive that they call you first lady, second lady, third lady. It's then they call you honorable this, Mr. This, Professor, that, Dr. That is when you are alive they call you. You need to understand that the first principle is self-preservation. You need to know where our protection is coming from. I remember my friend a long time ago who had a big house and he got one megal who had a terrible juju on his neck to be guarding the house. He told me that one night he was watching television and the megal dancer said, Oh God, oh God, oh God, you're on your own, oh. you're on your own. Hey, do you understand what the man was saying? By the time he looked downstairs, the old beauty was surrounded by armed robbers. And the Megad was one of them. He too had his own gun. So my friend knew that he was on his own. True, true. I also had another friend that got some Megad to guard his house. Thieves came in. They stole. They took things away. In the morning, do you know what the Megad was saying? See, and I was dreaming of thieves. Oh. I was dreaming of thieves. Yeah, I was a man who was supposed to stay awake. Now he's talking about dreaming of thieves. At the end of the day, the ultimate security is the Lord our God. 
the ultimate security is the power of God. You can read all kinds of books, how to fight Kalate, how to fight Judo, how to use knife, how to use this. The ultimate security is still the power of God. And we need to understand the principle of that power. One woman wanted to go out one day, something said, go back inside. And say, I cover myself with the blood of Jesus. So she obeyed. Went inside. I cover myself with the blood of Jesus. She went out. On the way, they will lay that car, capture that, tie that, put her in the boot of that car, and drove off like that. And this vehicle was going. They passed the first police checkpoint. The man just held the police, hey, oh, see, how are you? How is everything? They gave him some money, they said, go, 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 go. The woman was at the back. They got another checkpoint. I said, oh, see, oh, see, oh, see. But that day, they also said, no, wait. They brought up and said, no, I don't want money. Open your boot. That's how that woman who covered herself with the blood was delivered. Perhaps what will have happened would have been that apart from losing her car, they will cut the pieces of her body on the front of one idol. It is an insult on your salvation for a kidnapper to use magic power to kidnap a Christian. It's an insult on your salvation. And that kind of thing, it's, it's even common now. Because anyone who is under the shadow of the Almighty, the enemy will be afraid of you. Kinds of protection. There are three major kinds of protection. There is protection by divine power. That's what God did for Joseph in the Bible. did for David. He did it for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. By releasing them from the fire... He did it for Peter, who was released from prison. He did it for Paul. There is protection by divine power. Then there is protection by satanic technology. This kind of protection is what some people go and start looking for now. A man bought a car. He put a cross by the mirror. He said that one is Christian insurance. Then he did this phalactory, tira. Put that by the gear. So that one is Islamic protection. He now had some powerful juju again. He put them under the seat. So this one is local protection. All because he was afraid and he didn't want the car stolen. But when the enemy was strike, he himself drove the same vehicle under a trailer. The combined insurance that he thought he had, which as far as everyone is concerned is just satanic technology, did not help him at all. When you go for satanic protection, there are problems. You become a satanic Christmas goat. Because the devil who kept you alive and protected you will come back one day and say, well, there was a day I protected you, now you are my meat. That's the first disadvantage. The second disadvantage if you use satanic technology, you are gambling with wickedly intelligent spirits whose sole aim is to destroy. If you practice satanic technology for defense, the third disadvantage is that you are warming yourself in the fire of the enemy and they will strike back one day. If you practice that technology, you are feeding the enemy so much that the enemy will be strong to fight you another time. 
Because it's true that if which doctors don't have customers who come to them, they look for another job. When you practice a certain technology, you become double the child of hellfire. These are the disadvantages. Another disadvantage is that you just trade off your soul to wicked spirits. Another disadvantage is that you may be forming a covenant with your life. And this will eventually backfire. So at the end of the day, God is the ultimate security. God is the ultimate security. The third security is protection by man. You can employ police, you can employ all kinds of things. But at the end of the day, the Bible says, except the Lord keep the house, the labor in vain that keep it. You can employ security people to put guns and surround you. But all you need to die is for just one mosquito to bite you. And malaria starts. And you put in chloroquine, malaria says no. Put in another malaria says no. So at the end of the day, the ultimate protection is the Lord Almighty. Many years ago, I knew somebody who protected his house by buying a parrot. Bought a parrot put it in the house. One day, thieves came to the house. And they took his things away. By the time he came, the parrot said, Oh God, Sunday, came here. Sunday, Sunday, came here. And by the time he rushed to Sunday's house, they were just sharing his things. And police arrested Sunday. And he got his things back. The man was very happy. He gave the parrot double portion of food to eat. But the second time the thieves came, the thieves came again. The thieves did not make a mistake this time. They stole the parrot itself. So there was no mistake this time. So there was nobody to tell him what had come. Ultimate protection is from the King of Kings and is from the Lord of Lords. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. In Psalm 34 verse 7, Psalm 34 verse 7, Psalm 34 verse 7 says this, The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. God uses his angels for divine protection. Can you say this after me? The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. That's Psalm 34 verse 7. God uses his angels as agents of protection. Point number two, they say God does not withhold protection from his people. In Psalm 84 verse 11, Psalm 84 11 says, For the Lord God is a son and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. For the Lord God is a son and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. I pray that the Lord will now withhold his protection from you in the name of Jesus. Point three says, a believer can claim long life and prosperity. You can claim it. Look at what it says in Psalm 90 verse 10. Psalm 90 verse 10 says, The days of our years are three score years and ten. And if by reason of strength they be first coy, yes, yet is their strength, labor, and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and will fly away. You can claim long life and prosperity. 
4. God promises to shield his people from evil and plagues. In Psalm 91 verse 10, so there shall no evil before thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. God promises to shield us from evil and plague. Whether there is an infection or a disease going all over the place, he has promised to protect us. In the same Psalm 91 verse 11 to 12, it says, For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. He's telling us, according to point number five there, that it will keep our feet from stumbling and from falling. In Psalm 115 verse 11, the Lord promises to help and shield his people. Then, in Psalm 121 verse 7, the Lord promises to preserve us from all evil. In Psalm 127 verse 1, it said divine protection is indispensable. Except the Lord keep the house of labor in vain that watch. When the banana said divine protection is unfailing. When 10 said the Lord promises to preserve our ways. When 11 said the Lord promises to protect us by wisdom, knowledge, discretion, and understanding. 12 said the Lord promises to prolong our days, according to Proverbs 3. Then 13 divine protection promises us during sleep. When we sleep, it will protect us. Look at Proverbs chapter 3, Proverbs 3, verse 24. When thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. If you are having trouble sleeping, go and memorize that verse and begin to confess and confess it. 14. The law of God and keeping his commandments will give us long life and peace. Look at Proverbs 14. Say, Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings. And the years of their life shall be many. Shall be many. In Proverbs 9.11, multiplication of years is promised. In Proverbs 10.27, the fear of the Lord prolongs life. And 17 is very interesting. Said so the righteous is delivered from trouble. And the wicked is used in substitution. In Proverbs 11.8. And it's when evil is about to take place. A divine substitution takes place and the Lord moves out his people and moves in others to replace them. That's what the Bible says will happen. Say, God is ready to give life for your life and give life for your sake. Remember, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego walked out of the fire, but those who went to throw them in died. Daniel walked out alive from that lion's den, but a divine substitution took place. 18. Wholesome words can preserve life. Proverbs 14, 3. 19. Trusting in God preserves life. Proverbs 35. Then immunity against satanic weapon and satanic tongue is promised. Since every tongue arises against you in judgment, thou shalt condemn. That's what Isaiah 4, 17 is saying. 21. Believers have the power to trample on all powers of darkness in all their ramifications. Whatever they are, we have the power to trample upon them. 22. The high priest prayer prayed for us by Jesus includes protection from evil in John chapter 17, 15 and 20. The second Thessalonians 3. Deliverance from the wicked man is promised. 
Second Timothy 4, 17 to 18, deliverance of the mouth of the lion is promised. All these passages and all these 24 points to tell you that the ultimate protection comes from the Lord Almighty. Those who are qualified for divine protection are those who hearken to the voice of the Lord, those who completely repent, those who are perfect in their hearts, those who are humble in their hearts, those who run to God for help, the church of God as a whole, and the saints of God. So as far as you are a born-again child of God, you are qualified for divine protection. Now we go to the seven walls of protection. There are seven walls, spiritual walls, that God used to protect his people. The first one is the wall of fire. What is the first one, beloved? In Zechariah chapter 2, verse 5. Zechariah, second to the last book in the Old Testament. Zechariah 2, 5. For I, said the Lord, will be unto her a wall of fire round about, and will be the glory in the midst of her. One wall the Lord builds around the people is the wall of fire. And when that wall of fire is surrounding you, you become a terror in the camp of the enemy. It reminds me of that brother that was living in one room, and he didn't even know that the next room to him belonged to a native doctor. And every night this man would project into his room and want to harm the brother. But every night the man went there, he would see this halo of fire surrounding the brother and moving fast around him. And he couldn't get access to this brother. It would worry the man. Because he has been taught that he had a great power, that no power is beyond their own. But he didn't understand this fire that he could not penetrate. So he had to confront the brother. So who are you? That one didn't understand the question. I said, I'm Brother Rufus. I said, no. That's not the question. Who are you? What's the problem? He said, I've been coming to your room for the past three months every day. But there is this halo of fire around you that I cannot penetrate. I pray that any power that wants to remove the fire of God surrounding you shall be disgraced in the name of Jesus. Say, so I receive the wall of fire around my life, around my family. I receive the wall of fire around my life, around my family, in the name of Jesus. Say three hot signs. the wall of fire. If God opens our eyes and we see the benefit we have in Christ and we also see these evil forces surrounding us, many of us will now understand why the pastor keeps saying, depart from sin, depart from sin, be holy, be righteous, be holy, be righteous, be prayerful. The reason for those messages will be clear. Some believers were going in the desert. They didn't know that some robbers were following them. They did not know at all. And these robbers followed and followed and followed them. 
Every night these believers will gather and pray. And they just sleep. Not knowing that these people have been following them every night. These robbers, whenever they move close to the camp of these believers, they find this tall wall of fire burning. And they cannot understand it. But one particular night, they found that although the wall of fire was there, it wasn't burning very high in some areas. It was through that wall, they now jumped inside and woke them up. I said, gentlemen, we have been following you for weeks. What have you been doing for weeks that you did not do today? Because for the first time, we found a way of jumping inside. It was then those believers knelt down and began to ask for forgiveness because that was the only night they forgot to pray. I pray that whatsoever will remove that wall of fire from you will be destroyed in the name of Jesus. The second wall is in Psalm 34 verse 7, which we have read before. Let's read it again. Psalm 34 verse 7. This is the second wall. The angel of the Lord encamped round about them that fear him and delivered them. Delivered them. So the second one of protection that God gives to us as believers is the wall of his angels. The angel of the Lord encamped around about those that fear him. As they form a wall around you, trouble comes. When we begin to practice and do things that are unholy, things that will chase the angels of the living God away, trouble comes when we go to locations where the Almighty does not want us to go. The angels of God, they encamp around these people to deliver them. I pray that that wall of angels will surround your life always. <laughs> to surround your life always in the name of Jesus. Remember a brother who went to minister in a crusade and God moved in wonders in that crusade. It was a three-day crusade. Day one, plenty of things happened. Many who were into mass courage were doing all kinds of things, surrendered their powers. And the chief priests were angry. Second day, they brought all kinds of things to the crusade. And they were firing arrows at the man of God at the altar. But they found that nothing went wrong with him. Nothing went wrong with him. So they did not turn physical. So the third day, they waited. The plan was that immediately he shared the grace on the third day. They would just rush to the front, one accord, and cut him to pieces. That was the game plan. As the crusade ended on the third day, the man of God said, let us share the grace in fellowship. As they said, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. From the back, these three hefty men just came. Muscular. They wore only pants. They were shoulder higher than everybody on the crusade. They just walked straight to the altar and picked up the man of God like paper and lifted him like this upon their head. He was struggling with them too. But they just took him away. And the villagers who came to fight were happy. Said, huh? We didn't know you as if we annoyed some other people. These three giant men took him outside the village into a pathway in a bush and they set him down. And they said, Go your way. And by the time we look back, he had vanished. It was then he discovered that he had been rescued by the angels of the living God. This is why, beloved. You should not do anything that you wouldn't like anybody to read in the pulpit that you are doing. Because those things, anything you are doing that you are ashamed that others will hear, will chase the angels of God away from you. These 
are the facts of the case. The third one is in Proverbs 18.10. Proverbs 18.10. The third wall is the wall of his name. Proverbs 18.10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run it into it and is safe. Can you read that verse loud and clear? Shout it again loud and clear. Can you shout it again loud and clear? Some of you might have heard me sharing this testimony before. It happened in Nigeria here. This man was in group several in the occultic ward and a blood drinker. And the way they drink blood is to enter into a passenger's vehicle at a particular place, they cause accident, everybody will die, blood will flow, and he will collect his blood. This blood drinker man has three vehicles at home, three Porsche cars at home. But he now went to the public garage, motor park, and this bus packed full with people. He took the bus. Fortunately or unfortunately, a brother to enter the bus. As the bus was about to start moving, the brother cleared his throat. <coughs> Let us pray. And he prayed. Commit this vehicle into the hands of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. And everybody, even including Muslims, they said, Amen. And the vehicle moved. At the point where the accident was supposed to happen, the man did everything he ought to do to make that vehicle so massage. The vehicle just went. No problem. And he got to the next city. The man was annoyed and surprised. Because it had never happened before. He, he didn't give up. He entered a vehicle that was going from that city to another one. Fortunately, unfortunately, the same brother too entered that vehicle. The vehicle was full. Again, <coughs> he cleared his throat. Let us pray. He prayed again. Again, the man tried to cause accident. He did not succeed. Quickly, he consulted his oracles. And they pointed to that was that man. That man that is praying in the name of that great one. The one that is making you not to see blood to drink now. Okay, he didn't give up to. When they got to the second city, he took another vehicle again. Fortunately or unfortunately, the brother to enter the same vehicle. Meanwhile, the brother did not know that he was being washed. He had no clue of what was going on. He was just praying his prayers. As the vehicle was full again, and we are about to move off. <coughs> Let us pray. At that level, the man said, no, 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 no. Ah, this, this country is a free country, freedom of religion. You have no right to pray in this place. You can't impose your religion upon us. This is a free country. Let this vehicle go. You have no right to pray. Ah. So, you know, Nigerians, I say, ah, Mr. Man, what's your problem? This is very simple. Let him pray his prayer. Then you too, pray your prayer. All of us will say amen. And we go. So, what's your problem? He said, Oh, come, Mr. Man, pray your prayer, yo. And he prayed again. And the accident did not happen. When they got to the final bus stop, they now pursued the brother. So, what power do you have? Because for the first time, the brother knew that he was really in danger. But it is written. 
the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Shout it loud and clear. Shout it again loud and clear. The righteous run it into it and is safe. The fourth wall is the wall you find in Psalm 91 verse 1. Psalm 91 verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The wall of his shadow. The shadow of the Almighty. Once you dwell under that shadow, it's like a wall around you and the enemy cannot come close to your life. The fifth wall, you find in Psalm 91 verse 4. He shall cover thee with his words, feather, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. There is a wall of his wings. As you dwell under his wings, he will cover you day and night. And whether you go by road or by air, by whatever journey you travel, the wall of his wings is enough to protect you. The sixth wall, Psalm 125, from 1 to 3. Psalm 125, verse 1. They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed but abided forever. As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, so the Lord is round about his people. The Lord himself is round about his people from henceforth even forever. For the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous, lest the righteous put forth their hands into iniquity. So there is a wall of his presence. Wall of his presence. So as the mountains are round about Jerusalem, in 125 verse 2, so the Lord is round about his people. The wall of his presence. The wall of his presence. The seventh wall is the wall of the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is the ever efficacious power to protect his people. Those are the seven walls the Lord uses to surround his people. When we say divine protection, protection from what? Here you see 14 things that the Almighty protects us from. Number one, from evil. Number two, it keeps us from falling. Number three, it keeps us in the way we follow. Four, it keeps us from temptation. Five, it provides a refuge for us. Six, it defends us against our enemies. Seven, it defeats the counsels of our enemies. Eight, he rescues us from temptation. Nine, he delivers us from persecution. He protects us from calamities. He protects us from all dangers. He's with us in all places. That thing, he protects us in our sleep. And then he protects us from death. Those are the 14 major things that the divine protection of the Almighty protects us from. So in a nutshell, beloved, divine protection is the ultimate protection which comes from dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. And when it protects you, it covers you, it provides you refuge, it insulates you, it provides you with security, it gives you a shield, and it becomes your buckler. The Lord will protect you and your family in the name of Jesus.
all eyes closed. If you are not born again, you need to surrender your life to Jesus. Just see what I'm going to say after me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you now. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Take control of my life. As from now, I say bye-bye to the devil. I enter into the kingdom of light. In Jesus' name, amen. I thank you for your children who have joined this program. Meet each and everyone at the point of their needs. Do great, marvelous, wondrous, outstanding things in their lives in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 I thank God for those of you who surrender your life to Jesus Christ in this program. God bless you in Jesus' name. You've taken the most important decision in life, and I'll guess with you. For more information, counseling, and prayers, kindly send your name, your address, your telephone number to the WhatsApp number displayed on the screen. You can also send us an email. The email address is also displayed on the screen, and we shall be getting across to you shortly. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to pray the following prayers. It is very sad and very wicked when people gather while you are asleep to begin to summon you for destruction. The following prayers I want you to pray is to dismantle any satanic technology against your safety. It's to dismantle any power lighting candles against you or encanting against your name. Shout this now loud and clear. Every witchcraft agenda for my life. Scatter in the name of Jesus. Begin to scatter the agenda now. In Jesus' name we pray. Any power calling my name from the demonic kingdom. You are a liar. There. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to declare it. Yes. Jesus name we pray every satanic mirror calling for my face disgrace your owner in the name of Jesus open your mouth and pray like that masatala kayabo shenderaba Yes. In Jesus' name we pray. The Holy Ghost said we should pray this next prayer three hot times. He says he wants to do something through it. And I'm going to just obey that instruction now. Any power using my placenta against me. Jesus. Open your mouth and declare it loud and clear. 
be silence the five person that this is really connected to within the next few seconds the power of god will hit them right there where they are and the yoke that that placenta has brought into your life because it's in the wrong hands the yoke shall be broken to pieces that's number one that's number two that's number three number four that's right have been controlling your life using this material. Be released, be released, be released, be released, be released. Be set free. Aha. It must be released. That's number five. Thank you, Jesus. Every power using my placenta against me. Damn. In the name of Jesus. Give me that power. Raise up your right hand to the heavenlies now. Father, we thank you for these hands that are raised up. We thank you for your grace, your power, your love and might. Let this hand become your battle axe. Let this hand become the hand of healing, deliverance and power. As they use this hand to smite any sick part, any sickness, go back to the senders. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With holy aggression, smite any area of your body, whether it's infirmity, and the infirmity shall go back to the sender. Shout, go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Smite the place vigorously 21 times. Let's go. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Go back to your senders in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Check your body now. Begin to do what you could not do before. Put your faith into action. Yes, the hand of God has touched you. The chain upon the neck is broken. The chain upon the waist is broken. The evil material in your chest has been taken out. The poison in your body has disappeared. The migraine has disappeared. The terrible, painful menstrual period has been resolved. The hand of God is upon you. The glory of God is moving all over your body. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I thank you for your children who have joined this program. Let your hand be upon them for good. Mobilize heaven to help their lives. 
By the time we meet again, let them become greater bundles of testimonies. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 And let us share the grace in fellowship, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Seven glorious hallelujah. Let's go. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.